Welcome to TV Told Me. This is Aday. Hey, everyone. This is Kelly. And today we have two people that you have heard before. I was going to say seen before, but you haven't seen any of us. Uh, two people that you've seen before. Uh, I'll let them introduce themselves. Hey, listeners. Uh, this is your boy, Wayne. I am back with some more hot tea and hot gossip for you. Literally hot off the presses. Mm, it's up. I love it. <laughs> well, this is um, Georgia. Um, you've heard me previously on This Is Us reviews, and I'm back. I love it. Look at you guys being so professional. So, uh, <laughs> Wayne and Georgia, we brought together. I met Wayne, like I said, through Georgia. I met him at her wedding, and mm-hmm. it was amazing. Um, now, Kelly likes to watch, uh, like, you know, she's she's running out her Apple TV subscription, so she hasn't really been on the real, the reality TV situation, but I have. And so I was like, who else has been watching reality TV? Mm-hmm. And I immediately said, Wayne has all the hot reality gossip. Because this summer, I use my Peacock subscription, Peacock. I don't know why I couldn't say that to watch uh, ultimate. I know you got subscriptions. Okay. (laughs) Exactly. That $2 a month came in handy because I had to do stuff where I had to wait in line. And I used that time to watch uh, the ultimate girls trip where they went to Thailand and it was real housewives from Potomac, real housewives from Utah, real housewives from New York. Well, one girl was from New York. The other one didn't come. So they brought Portia back because she wasn't on any show. And then Miami. I'm not going to lie to you. I've never seen the Miami show, so I didn't know those girls. But um, what I took away from this show was uh, Giselle is a bully who evidently puts too much emphasis on $100 tequila. Because there was literally three episodes where she was like, somebody took my tequila, and you can't just get this tequila anywhere. And I was like, girl they sell it at every liquor store like you're good (laughs) it's a seven day trip it's a hundred dollars like you good (laughs) I don't know the the team Giselle hey whoa what's going on here uh Georgia are you gonna stand for this you know she is a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated she ain't making them look good she ain't making them look good okay (laughs) she is not I'm a fan of the, what do they call them? The green-eyed bandits. Really? Yeah, I am. I, I really like them. Um, yeah, I like them. That, that's what I'm going to say. I really like them. And believe it or not, I really like her her sidekick, Robin. Now, let me ask you this, Georgia. When was the last time you've seen Potomac? Because things have changed a lot <laughs> over the last two years. So I just want to make sure that you are given an edited version because I think everybody liked them until about two years ago. And then last season, they took a complete left turn. Okay. Okay. So when I left off with them, because it has been a while, I remember she had, I remember she had, um, what has she done? Oh, she had gotten back with the pastor, Brian. He came on the show. He was featured. And then a little bit after that, because I remember the reunion. Actually, that reunion is when I left off. When they called her out, like, girl, I have these text messages that this other girl was dating Jamal Bryant, the pastor, and all this stuff. And that's where I left off. So years ago. Years ago. Was that years ago? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Okay. Because <laughs> you haven't even seen the Nigerian on the show. You haven't seen Wendy Ofoso. She's oh, my goodness. The oh, professor. Yes. She's a professor who always lets people know that she has four degrees. I mean, uh-huh. my, you know, for me, I love Potomac. Uh, this this season was especially difficult to watch. Um, you know, I am not a woman and I'm not a woman of color. So I don't understand, you know, some of the, the colorism things. I personally feel like that is a bit of a stretch. Uh, I didn't like that conversation coming up. I didn't, uh, it was a little race heavy this past season. I, you know, and I do think that, you know, race does come up naturally in friendships and friendships of color, but to have it on a national stage like that, um, I kind of was, I wasn't really happy with how Bravo handled that conversation. And I think it didn't, 
how do I say this? It didn't allow for Giselle and Robin to shine in the best light. Obviously, they are Black women and they have thoughts as Black women. I just think that they understood that that wasn't the platform to have that conversation. Um, I'm going to disagree with you at 188%. And the reason why is this. <laughs> That's a precise number. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this is why. I watched when Candace and Monique had a fight. And the next day, when they all met up, Giselle brought a security guard. Do I think it was probably just her heavyset uncle that she was calling her security guard? I do, okay? Because <laughs> I think if an additional fight would have broke out, I don't think he would have protected anybody. <laughs> I think he would have just held his hand out and be like, y'all stop now, y'all y'all stop now. And that would have been all that he had to offer, okay? That's, that's my personal thoughts. So... For them to get on that reunion and say that they felt threatened and it was aggressive and they didn't want to be around that kind of thing and it was the most horrible thing. And then to watch them this season see Wendy, a Nija girl, um, literally get a drink thrown in her face and cussed out and then film it and say, ooh, this is like TMZ, we get in the real world thing. And like, she's like yelling at somebody and they're like, look, if you wanna fight, you need to fight, okay? Either fight or don't fight. And it's just like, whoa, how did you go from anti-violence, can't be around it, to all of a sudden you're recording it and telling this mother of three children to have a fight with another grown woman after you just saw somebody throw something in her face. I do not condone fighting in any way. But if somebody throws something in your face, I probably would not fight that person. I would just automatically call security or something, but no. So I was just like, I think you've shown who you are in this moment and I don't really care for it. Those are my personal thoughts. Now, if it was because they just didn't like her, I don't know, but it just seems like they just, it's, it's a it's a pattern <laughs> that I've seen that's kind of weird. So I don't know. But I also think that Giselle's like a weird little person because you don't have to watch the whole thing, but if y'all just watch the first episode of the girls' trip, Giselle starts off now. She like every single person, whatever hot gossip they had, she'd be like, "Now why do you hate your cousin Heather? <laughs> now why did your friend go to jail? Now why?" Did-? And you're just like, "Uh, hello, hi. Uh, don't you love the scenery? Do you have Netflix? What is happening?" <laughs> like everybody would be having a dinner, and she'd be like, mm, "This is delicious." Do you think it's as delicious at the time that girl cheated on her husband with you? I'm just like, dang, girl, can you pause? What is she's trying to get producer credits? Like, she's like, I'm gonna be a producer on this season and I'm gonna ask all the questions and I'm going to get all the answers. I love that. Said Jerry Springer's gone to heaven and maybe they need a new host because I'm ready. I said, God dang. Okay, wait a second. Okay, clarification purposes. So I think I was watching when I saw the Monique fight, when Monique and Candace got into it at that yeah, winery. you saw that one, because that's why she brought out her notebook on the reunion. Okay, and then Monique was asked to leave, correct? She, no, Monique left. They Monique said that Monique left because she said she no longer wanted to be on the show. Okay, and you're saying that the Green Eyed Bandits backed up Candace? Yeah, because they said we should never have that type type of violence. We are yeah. we are professional black women. We carry ourselves in a certain thing. I'll never forget the bodyguards. I'm just gonna keep going back to that. But yeah. <laughs> okay, I remember that. I was watching at that time and I was a big Monique fan. I really liked Monique. Um and the thing about it, which I don't condone violence either, um, but I just felt like they were the green eyed bandits were jealous of Monique. That was my take on it. Even though I know she was doing all that I feel like the reason they really went against her is because you know I don't know she did have it kind of going on financially and that's very important to them yeah and you know what else she had her outfits were on point you know what I mean like she had a really supportive husband because that's when Juan was kind of wavering and then she hadn't even gotten Jamal Bryant back on the scene yet and I will say this now that Juan doesn't have a job and there's a new season coming (laughs) I want to see if he's. Oh, no. I want to see if he's gonna make this reunion because every single reunion, they're like, "We're well, popping." Where's Juan? They're like, "She's always like, you know, it's basketball season, so he's gone." But now that he's not working, is he gonna make a reunion? That's my question. That's that's no shade, no tea, no shade. I just want to know now that he well, has think, some free time. I think he is. You know what? I I think we're gonna see a different side of the Green Eye Bandits. Uh, recently, I was fortunate enough to cover. Uh, a podcast festival. So Black Effects Podcast Festival 
is a podcast festival sponsored by iHeart. Charlemagne the God has a podcast movement that sustains and supports podcasts that had different, you know, BIPOC voices. It's just like a huge festival for just different types of podcasts. And so one of the feature podcasts was Reasonably Shady. Uh, it was it was it was a blast uh so basically how they did it was it wasn't necessarily your typical podcast format festival where you record and and then people can kind of listen and you talk it was I would call it more of a showcase uh because they um they combined a couple of things so they combined their podcast with Michelle Williams so it was like a reasonably shady check-in Michelle Williams has a podcast Yes, it's called Checking In, and it's all about mental health and mental health awareness. And I just love yes. I'm saying yes. To can that. we talk about? <laughs> can my- I tell you that Kelly's favorite? Kelly is not even religious. Her favorite <laughs> song is Michelle Williams. If Jesus say yes, nobody can say no. <laughs> nobody, nobody can, can say, say no. no. When I tell you when me and Kelly connect, we'll be like, "What do you want to do today?" It's like, "Oh, we just want to chill." And then she plays a song, and we're like, "No, we got to get out." Like, <laughs> oh yeah, it was. You know what? I enjoyed it. Uh, I wish they wouldn't have put Michelle Williams and. The reasonably shady because that doesn't go together. It doesn't. See, no. Georgia, this is why you're my girl. They don't and Michelle cannot <laughs> hold her own. Michelle is a soft, like she's my sensitive friend. You know, super, super. Yeah. So it I don't know how they, Yeah, and they're a hot mess. Yeah, they're very aggressive. Like, like I'm saying, they're very aggressive. That's like the <laughs> word for that show. But you know, they're very assertive. Those two. Baby, you said the same thing. It was just a difference in them, but okay. Well, they had a very assertive show. Uh, like you said, Georgia, I don't think they, they should have. I don't, when I look at Michelle Williams, I think of like First Lady. I think of Deaconess. And when I look at Giselle and Robin, I think of like twerking. And I just think of just enjoying yourself. And that is what happened. They were twerking in front of Michelle Williams. It was a lot. I think Michelle understands it's work. And let me just say, it's an old podcast and it's heartbreaking because they don't end up married. But Chad Loves Michelle was a show that I really enjoyed. It was. I need to go finish that. And I still don't understand why they broke up. I think. I do. What happened? I saw that from day one. He was, I I was not a fan of him at all. You liked him? I liked him. Yes, I I thought that they were going to be good together. No, I only saw two episodes. Let me oh say that. God. Let me preface it. I only saw two the first two episodes, and I'm gonna go back and finish it. Um, but the thing I did not like is he. I felt like he was. I don't want to say he was an opportunist, but I do think he was a bit of a fan. And I think you cannot marry a fan. Mm. There's a couple yeah. of celebrities that have married fans, and it does not work out every time. It does not work out. That's why I'm very scared for some other couples. I didn't think he was a fan. I did think <laughs> I did no, I did think that he enjoyed the I did think he enjoyed like being, you know, people like noticing him more. But I think yeah, the reason they I think some of it was just like he I think he just could never fully like be himself. It just seemed like he always had like this one last barrier and like and maybe when she like got sick with her depression, he was like, mm, nope, I can't. I can't go all the way with this girl. I don't know. Like, just because, like, well, maybe she has his like, own issues. The reality show of it all. Maybe, like, it was just a wrong time to do a reality show. Like, it was yeah. just too sensitive of a time. And that really just, like, he couldn't go the last, like, genuine step because of it. And I can get that. I, I can't imagine. But I also really need, like, a podcast of you, Georgia, just watching one episode <laughs> of, like, a show and then deciding if they're going to be together or not and completely just tearing down the pros and cons of this relationship that you know nothing about because the first episode is normally cars driving by and them eating salad (laughs) (laughs) but i will say if you put if you just tell me any reality couple the chances of them getting divorced is what 90 percent automatically maybe 80 percent like reality no Kim and Croy. Now, did you see Kim and Croy breaking up from Real Housewives of Atlanta? Did you see? Don't no. Be now, did you see that, Georgia? You did not did see, I see that. It coming? I'm going to be honest with you. I really did. And I know everyone else is surprised. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be, listen to me. Listen to me. The reason why I saw it happening is the moment they had that wedding and the mom couldn't use the bathroom, you could not treat your mom any kind of way 
and think you're going to go far in life. That's true. That's true. Facts. And I mean, then he also, she isolated him from his family. He stopped talking to his family. She stopped talking to hers. That is not, your family needs to be a part of your village, especially raising all those children. They had like six kids. You need your family. And so when they isolated themselves, I said, Mm-mm. you need more than that. Everybody says, you're my everything. Don't let anybody be your everything. Life lessons. And, and that's life lessons from Georgia. <laughs> and, life le- and it's a wrap. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I did not see it happening. I thought they were in it for life. I really did. I was like, now what? Now what I think happened was, I think the money ran out. I think when the money ran out, (laughs) I think some things came to light because baby, he played football and I don't know what other job he has had, but uh, you can't just keep shelling it out. You got to keep it in sometimes. So I don't think it. I think it was a money thing. Don't 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 be tired for the party. Exactly. No, no. And she can't even record another song because she burned bridges with Candy. That's what I'm saying. You gotta watch your back, okay? Exactly. <laughs> she couldn't sing that song without Candy, but yet she was mm-hmm. like, "I'm not gonna give you any of the money now that a house note would be effective." She can't go to Candy and be like, "Let's record another hit," because it's over. Are real housewives out here like having songs again? Because that's like the era that I watched back in the day. Like, <laughs> Countess had her jam, Tardy for the Party. Are other people like making music now? Besides, well, you, got, you got Drew Sedora in Atlanta. She dropped a single independently uh, with her husband or future ex husband, Ralph. Me and my friend Rachel have a theory. You just can never trust a Ralph. You can ne- I've never met a good Ralph. What I about Ralph ne- Tresvitt from New Edition? you got wreck it ralph Mm -mm. that's true (laughs) then you you got what erica jane just recently has uh she has a residency in vegas i didn't know she had enough right i didn't know she had enough music to have a residency she has a residency wow i know um candace her video i know this is a couple of seasons back in potomac but when they did that what did they say it was a low budget video it was good i liked candace's song i'm be honest with you i listen we went to dc that time georgia that was a song that i kept playing over and over again candace dillard that song that listen that's my jam okay you guys give it a chance that's a bop okay it really is i <laughs> would lot for me but uh i just i like when, <laughs> when was, I, met you, I love the way that you curb that um okay i mean I, here's the thing i support first of all i want to know i support anybody's musical endeavor whatever you want to do out go for it but like i just my thing with candace is you are not going to sit here be talking about people and your album went double plastic like it went straight wood i think we're like number one in sweden so, mm-hmm. but you know what? It was number one in my heart. Okay, but I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't listen to the whole album. I just had no one, one did. Song. Who, 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 who listened to it? Um, yeah, that's, yeah. that's true. But that so, go go beat was bomb, though. That's all I can do. Now I will say this: on the last the last season, she had a song with Trina, and um, this song didn't make any sense. <laughs> it was just it, it just didn't i wanted it to i was i was like oh trina's on it yeah but i couldn't reach it i was like it's sick i can't i didn't even go look it up I, it was on there and i was like y'all are not even on b i'm gonna go ahead and leave this on reality i'm just TV. saying when your co-signer is anita baker who kicking people off tours left and right and can't show up three hours late we got a problem i need you to get a better co-signer kansas so this is my thing. Would you be fully upset with Anita Baker moving forward after that? I would. So Kelly, I know that you don't know what we're talking about. So let me tell you. <laughs> Babyface, you know Babyface, right? He's yeah. done a lot of hits, okay? Yeah. Babyface and Anita Baker. Do you know Anita Baker? Like I know her name, but I probably know her stuff. And I just- Perfect. Amazing yeah. songstress. They go on tour together. Anita Baker is supposed to- Uh, she I don't know anyway she's late two hours late to the point of where by the time she gets on stage babyface can't perform Mm. I'm be honest with you if I would have bought that ticket it would have really been to see babyface okay really yes okay I mean I would have loved seeing Anita Baker but the kick for me to actually I'd have been like Anita Baker okay but then babyface and Anita Baker 
let me go ahead and give you my card. Okay. Mm. So then if I give you my card and I get there, first off, I hate waiting. That's why yeah. I will not see Lauren Hill in concert. No. Nope. I've heard horror mm-hmm. stories and I love Lauren Hill. I'll just never see it. You know what I mean? I'll just RIP to me and Lauren Hill ever being connected in concert form. It's not going to Oh, happen. wow. Listen, I know people who have waited. This is not an exaggeration. Three and a half hours to see Lauren Hill. She came out, she sang three songs, and then the venue closed it down. Mm. You know who I, else is that? that Erica Badu. Erica Badu yeah. is yeah. <laughs> Now, I bought a ticket to see Erica Badu this summer. So let's just pray that she's transformed <laughs> oh. because on July 27th in Dallas, I'll be seeing her. So I need her to I'm just, just be, pre- <laughs> be prepared for her to get her chakras together and be in line. You know what? I did see her with the roots, though. But I think it's because it was like a live Amazon performance. I think they told yeah. her, you better be on stage at 8 o'clock. Because <laughs> she was on stage. No, I will say that. And that's the only yeah, time I've seen amazing. her be on time. Yeah, yeah, they did it with like the symphony, but anyway. Mm. Um, cool. So Wayne, who else did you see at the podcast? Podcast was it a podcast? You said it's a podcast festival. We, we'll we'll call it a po- we'll call it a podcast showcase. Podcast uh, showcase. Okay. <laughs> again, it was their first year, and they were supposed to have like a ton of podcasts over the course of like three days. Uh, but they didn't. Um, because you know it's just a lot going on in the world, and so people get rebooked. Uh, we were able to ask questions of Robin. So uh, one of the beforehand, they did let us know like she wasn't going to answer certain questions. So um, if you aren't aware, Robin husband, Robin's husband, Juan, uh, was recently let go from his coaching position. Uh, I cannot, is it Coppin State or Choppin State? He was let go as a coach. Uh, mm-hmm. There were some allegations against him and the staff. You're more than welcome to look it up. Um, and so she obviously let us know beforehand she wouldn't address questions like that. But of course, people are going to be messy and Oops. they're still going to ask inappropriate questions. So literally, you know, the first question gets, gets thrown out and then someone follows up with like, so Robin, how do you feel about the mistress? And then Well, the mistress was everywhere. So and her response was simply put, you cannot believe everything that you hear in the media. But she had the receipts, though. Yeah, wait, wait a second. Is this the same one where she went on the podcast and she went and revealed that she had talked to the mistress and he flew her out? But that's the same mistress. This is the same. That's the reason he got let go. No, No, he got let go. He got let go because he, one of his assistant coaches, had an inappropriate relationship with a player where it was like really jacked up, and then Juan just acted like he was oblivious and like made the boys still come to practice. You have to read about it because it's very disturbing. And I oh okay okay I see. But you are correct. The she did that was her way of addressing it. So then the uh, Giselle had to politely let the audience know that you know they weren't there for that. They were there to kind of just have fun. Uh, So then um, Portia comes up. So the next couple of podcasts come up. Portia is a featured guest on like the two horrible, it's called Two Horrible Decisions. And it's about these two young ladies. And, and just imagine how horrible it's spelled. Uh, but it's very liberal. I enjoy the podcast. So she's up there and she's talking about her Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip experience. Um, we may be able to see her coming up on Atlanta. Um, the real tee hee hee on the kind of podcast floor is, I mean, everybody looks slim and spelt um now this is nothing against the atlanta girls they talked about this a little bit uh, in the housewives world the biggest thing right now are a lot of the ladies they didn't say who are on the ozempic ozempic it, i don't know it's this mm-hmm. huge trend everybody is like losing a crap ton of weight uh so it's encouraging even if they aren't on ozempic a lot of them are like starting to work out and get it really together so we're about to see some slim housewives coming around the corner but I'm not fully can y'all do y'all know what what is Ozempic? Ozempic's a diabetic medication that's supposed to it's supposed to be effective because it's supposed to make you feel like full even when you're not full and it's supposed to bring your sugar down and kind of balance it out so like normally when you um, get like stressed or whatever you'll eat but it's supposed to bring those things down so you'll do it um again I just feel like I give out too much information and one day somebody's going to clone me just from these podcasts (laughs) <laughs> I am angry because I've taken Ozempic. How much have I lost? I've gained two pounds. And I'm upset because they say that Oprah's doing it, Mindy Kaling. All these people look like 
half the version of themselves. I felt For like me, that. My like body's award, like that. award season. I was like, wow, 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 wow. Like everybody's body has changed. I was like, yeah, no, the Kardashians the are doing it. Felt. They look, and, I mean, felt. Yeah. And it's, it, and people are paying for it off label, you know, not for its intended use. And there have been shortages where people can't get the medication they need because it's being used off label. So just a little out there. If you're, you're thinking about maybe think about the people that, you know, actually, you know, really need the medication. Um, so, and if you're thinking about it, just know that I've lost no weight on it. So <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and- that plus a private chef plus a trainer will probably do a body good. That's true. Well, I don't know though, because they've been had the private chef and the personal trainer, but now all of a sudden they attribute a lot of their success to these shots. And I saw it firsthand with a lot of my friends and I went and tried to get the drug. <laughs> Georgia. I did. I tried to get, it's a once a week, you take a shot in your belly. It's, it, I tried to get Manjaro, I think. No, what? I heard that the pharmacist told me that that one will actually make you lose weight for real. And oh yeah, I said, what is it well, called though? Man- that's what it is, Manjaro. Manjaro, okay. It works. My friends lost weight. And I, I'm one of those people that like I don't take medicine like I like literally I just don't take medicine and um anyway so for me to be convinced everybody around me was looking like a slim gym <laughs> I was like so I got there and I get there and so I go to the doctor I get the prescription I do all the things I get to the pharmacy and they say after your insurance that'll be eight hundred dollars I said well how many days how long is this supply gonna last they were like four weeks I was like, okay, well, I'm going to see y'all later. <laughs> and I'm going to try to, you know, start tracking my food and drinking my water. <laughs> oh, you have to tell them that you want to use the GoodRx coupon. Just FYI. No, I use all the cute. I use the one from the site. Maybe I should do the GoodRx one. Tell them the GoodRx one, but it's still expensive. It's still like really pricey. Anyway, yeah, no, just FYI. Budget, no, no, my budget. I was like, I can't do more than like $250 a month. I was like, no, I'm not going to pay $800 for that. But anyways, who knows? If y'all see me looking slim, I may have increased the budget. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, look, all I'll say is I saw Giselle Bryant in person and she is stunning. Like, it, I, mean, I mean, we can say what we want. So she had on what I would consider a pink Lycra shirt with some hot pink velvet pants with some hot pink stockings and a hot pink belt. Uh, it was... <laughs> Really? How did you feel about the outfit, though? Because it's not everybody. I mean, she's gorgeous. Like, nobody could ever take that away from her. People only talk about her, how she puts outfits together. She's really pretty. I mean, mm-hmm, she's mm-hmm. really pretty. <laughs> and the other thing, there's this guy who does a, I don't, it's not a podcast, but it's, anyway, Kendall and Kendall, like, anytime she comes on screen, he's like, so she's, so, so she has a stylist that just throws stuff on her head and cares nothing about her because evidently he hates her wig placement. Like, I'm not really into hair, but he was, he was like, so this one we're just gonna put on top of the head and just let it sit there. Like, <laughs> so they normally talk about her hair and her outfits, but her, I mean, she's gorgeous. But I, I mean, she- I legit, I thought it was just like a trolling moment. Like, oh, she's just trolling us on TV. No, she's really pretty, y'all. She's really pretty. Mm, that's quite a lot of pink I love it you know what you gotta be you though you know pink and I nails. think she's like this is what I do this is my life so there you last go. bit of tea I did get to meet uh pastor Jamal Bryant let me tell you this you know there is like book smart and then there's like book attractive I'm gonna tell you I see it having now seen it up in person I can't watch Giselle and 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 half of Atlanta's thirst trapping <laughs> the most eloquent man I think I've ever had the pleasure of like I, it's like listening to Professor Ogilvy and like Jesus he wow. just is so eloquent is... like like literally he just asked somebody to pass him something and I was like that was the most eloquent and he was like could you please pass me that tissue young man <laughs> I was You're like, like... I will pass you my hand. Will you? Will marriage. Will you say I do? <laughs> I like. I get it now. I get. I get it. I get. I totally get it. If y'all met him in person, I'm probably the most like he speaks so eloquently. Who is this? This is Jamal, Jamal Bryant. Bryant. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, well, I remember. Like honestly, like I don't know how long ago it was, but for a while, 
people when people first started like sharing sermons and speeches or whatever he was the person that everybody would be like did you hear this did you hear this whatever but I I think because I knew like or I had heard like other things about him it was hard for me to like take in what he was saying but like people that were on that train were all about it I think Christine my other sister I think she was really into Jamal Bryant for a while like his sermons for a while not yeah, he's, a good, he's a good preacher like he's talented he can yeah. captivate an audience very captivating I think that is the perfect like there it was just insane to see people just kind of gravitate towards him I could see how that could be a problem in a marriage oh <laughs> well I could see how it's a problem for him because he loves when people gravitate towards him and he just kind of mm-hmm. lingers there a long time because you know how also I think he was on this was like the work there was a period of time where people in the church should have been like everybody don't let a camera follow you because there used to be a show where it was like I think it was like pastors of LA or something preachers of LA yeah Yeah, that was a good show I watched all (laughs) the episodes of that y'all should have never like did I watch it all yes should it have been a show no it should not have because when I tell you I don't listen to any of those people anymore, like I'm like, nothing. I actually think they all just kind of disappeared after that show, to be honest with you. Rightfully so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that show was a hot mess. Like, you don't need to see that much about your pastor. It was not good. And then they had one where it was like preacher's daughters, and those girls were like, on a whole different level and it was just like no 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 <laughs> you know some things you should just go through in your own private home like don't don't do it on tv it's not good yes yes and who was the pastor that who was the most attractive pastor on there what was his name he was tall and skinny he's really known you're talking about Derek? is that what his name Dietrich Haddon no the other one season one he's Dietrich. older I'm no Dietrich Haddon no I want to say, why do I want to say Norwood? It was something, anyways. I hope you're not talking about Nolan, the old man. Wait yeah, a what's his name? That's his name, Nolan what? There's no way that's who you're talking about. <laughs> oh my goodness, yes, he was so cute. But I, I've always been attracted to older guys. Like, I think that uh, seasoned man, even when I was younger, I'd be like, your dad is so cute. <laughs> like, Are you talking about Noel Jones? Noel that Jones. is horrible, Georgia. That man <laughs> is like seven, he's like 80 years old. <laughs> Very attractive man. So, He's very Uncle Ben adjacent. Hey, okay, so exactly. Let me say this: I found I, th- I found him very attractive. Well, well I, th- I thought he was ha- I thought he was handsome. But anyways, you know who his sister is. Who? You'll never believe it. <laughs> Think about Jones. Okay, I, and now I can't remember her first name, but she's the one. <laughs> <laughs> She's the one that is on. I love um, that you had this dramatic pause. She didn't even know the person's name. <laughs> Do you know who she is? Wait, she's because the I one that's on that Eddie Murphy it. movie. And she's the model. Grace Wayne, Jones? who is it? Not Grace Jones. That's his sister. Grace Jones no. is, yes, it is. That is his sister. Crazy, uh, right? Then but it's so, he's Jamaican? I suppose so. He's whatever she is. <laughs> Georgia, they don't even look alike. I'm telling you, that's his sister. I'm telling you. I thought I was surprised too. Oh, wait here. I'm telling y'all. You're all Googling right now. Right. You got to read it, Georgia, real quick. <laughs> well, because she'd be making up stuff sometimes. And I'm just like, who told you that? She's like, everybody knows. I'm like, but that's everybody knows it's not a fact check. That's just, okay. Let uh, me tell you this. If you want to know oh, they if are related, they're sister listen, and brother. If you want to know if somebody's credible, if they don't know the people's names that they're talking about, they tell them the truth because they want to get this information out so bad. <laughs> that is true. That is true. So I was completely credible. I didn't know nobody's name, but I knew the facts. Oh wow. I would have never thought that. I would have never siblings. put them together. They look Yahoo nothing celebrity. Alike. Who knew? is grace jones's brother exclamation point i also love that we came on here to talk about reality shows and we're talking about reality shows from like 20 years ago and we're like that was my jam i don't even know if you can see preachers of la but seriously if you if you can watch it okay it was a journey okay is oxygen still a channel yeah okay if it is i haven't logged in i don't know what that is um, okay, so let me say this while we're on the topic of, you know, 
What were we on the topic of oxygen? <laughs> oxygen, preachers of Dietrich season Haddon. Men, I mean, Barry season, Peter <laughs> Thomas wearing all pink. Now, Peter Thomas is a nice looking man. I will say that his skin is like flawless with the gray. Now, is he complete trash that I would, if any of my Whoa. friends were like, look at my man? Listen, I was Peter, a little hard. A little hard. No, nope. Because when I feel like Peter Thomas, Georgia. I think that Peter Thomas is nice and chill, but like I, when I've seen Peter Thomas date somebody, whenever they're like, this is my man, Peter, two weeks later, they're like Peter Thomas in the club and he's sweating on somebody else. And I'm like, this is a mess. Like when I say trash, I just mean in regards to like being in a relationship with somebody, his commitment level seems to not have flourished with, yeah. the, with his I gray. think the most season, like, like uh, it, it has to be Harry Hamlin. It's got to be Harry Hamlin. Like who is he? I, you don't Honey, from the soap operas. Mm. Oh, wow! You don't know who Harry Hamlin is, Young Hercules? No. Lisa Renna's husband makes oh. the best, makes the best no. spaghetti sauce. <laughs> I don't know yeah. him, but okay. <laughs> Well, now yeah. I want to taste the spaghetti sauce because I don't feel like you need to just throw that out there. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, it caused a whole war on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But yeah, Harry Hamlin, I just saw a show uh, recently called Mayfair Witches, and he is in that show. And I'm like, okay, Harry's aging pretty well. He's like almost 80. Mm, I used to really like Sean Connery. Something about that man was just like, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know something about him his little voice and he just seemed to really command a room so I was like I like what you're doing there Sean Connery it's just my own personal thing I liked it <laughs> I don't think you're getting an amen on that one well maybe not from you but from the rest of the world there are people right here right now that are like we could probably call <laughs> Kelly's mom and she'd probably be like thumbs up <laughs> thumbs up um, another thing that I've been watching, I know that you guys haven't been watching it, but I don't know why I got on this train. One day I was watching YouTube and then it like showed me a clip of the Real Housewives of New Jersey. And then I just kept watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I tell you, these people have lost their ever loving mind. They had a party. This is like my favorite scene ever. I'm going to invite you guys all to a dinner and I'm going to say, Hey, why don't I bring a fortune teller? Okay. <laughs> but some of you have pissed me off. So what I'm going to do before the party is tell the fortune teller what I want her to tell you guys. Oh, oh my. Oh my God. And that <laughs> happened on the show. Like <laughs> when lady felt insulted. So she was like, oh, I get endorsements. So she tells the fortune teller before she comes, she was like, and make sure you tell them that you see endorsements in the future. And the fortune teller goes, when I read your leads, I see like money endorsements. And everybody was like, you see endorsements specifically. It's like, yes, right. yes, yes, yes. I was like, fortune teller, you should have said, no, nah, I'm not going, I'm not going to do that. That's, uh, that's going to give me away. The fortune teller ruined her credibility within she her did. profession. Like people now know that she takes bribes. So I wouldn't trust anything she says. Now, if I was going to hire one, which I know she passed away, it would be that one that Kim Zosiak hired. That lady knew that she was having six kids when they were like, she hadn't even met him. That's true. Have you guys ever been to a fortune teller before or any type of reader person? Girl, no, that's the devil, man. Mm-mm, that's witchcraft. Uh, mm-mm, we don't do that around here. We sage at most and mm. Mm, mm. we pray. Wow. Mm-mm, that's devil, wow. Man, witchcraft. No, thank you. Mm. Well, you're going to make this transition weird. So I went. <laughs> <laughs> But it was fine because maybe God felt the same way because everything that lady said was a lie. Like, I was like, what? No, the weird thing was, this is not even my, so me and my friend were in the room together. I don't know why we didn't want to break apart. We were just like, we, she was, she was like, does one person want to leave the room? We were like, no, we're going to be in this together. movies like weird velvet rooms with curtains and like, you don't know if you can get out. And like, this was even weirder because it was like, (laughs) they had on a suit and it was in an office park. It's almost like we were interviewing for a marketing job. <laughs> You're like, oh, sweet 102B. Well, she was outside. She was outside, and we were like, we were in Portland, Maine. 
And like she was outside and we had just had like some lobster rolls. So we were high off lobster butter. And so we were like just walking. And she goes, Hey, um, I'm pretty slow. If you guys want to have your fortunes read, I can give you a discount. And I was like, What's a discount? She was like, mm, it's my lunch break. I'll do it for ten dollars a piece. And I was like, All right. <laughs> ten bucks. <laughs> Literally, she could have kidnapped us. <laughs> She's not wearing a flowing skirt. She doesn't have any jewels. None of that. So Larry literally has on a white collared shirt, a gray suit jacket and some gray pants. And she's like, hey. <laughs> she was literally on her lunch break from her actual just regular job. Listen, if she would have sold us insurance at the end of it, I would have been like, this makes sense. This, this makes sense. <laughs> We go into the we go into the conference room. She was like, "Does one of you want to wait at the reception desk?" And I said, "No, we're gonna we, we'll both just go in together." So we both go in this conference room for whatever reason. She keeps the door open. I don't know if it's security for her. Like maybe she thinks we're gonna jump her. I don't know what's happening. But we we sit down. When I tell you every single thing she told my friend happened exactly like to the T. Like it was. It was my friend, we'll just call her R. She said, you and your husband have been apart. At the time, my friend was like in school and her husband was in Seattle. She said, you're having some adversity, but you're going to like be together for, you're going to be together for a long time after this major hump. Well, that happened. And then they like got married, like right after that, like she was like, and, da, 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 da. and I was like, yes, yes, yes. I was like, well, let's, let's bring it. She was like. <laughs> you know your husband you she oh no she she goes um she goes one of your friends knows your husband and within a year you're gonna be married and I was like I was like I know all my friends friends what's what's going she said no 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 this person you've been in you've been near but like this in the next year you guys are gonna really and I was like okay okay and then she said some other stuff when I tell you I was like if I ever go to Portland Maine I want my full $10. I want it in dimes or quarters or however, but I want it because the lies that she told. She, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She told me there was going to be a breakthrough of, of tons of money. No, it didn't happen. Yeah. So um, if you ever see a woman with a business suit that says that she'll read your fortune, it's either 100% right or 100% wrong. Okay. Just know that. That in a business suit. I'm <laughs> I think maybe she got it right and then she misread the numbers. Maybe instead of within a year, it's within 10 years. You know, and it it's maybe it's it gonna would still, still be wrong. It would still be wrong. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> she overshot she just by years. a decade. Yeah. <laughs> she meant like right before you die. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what she meant. <laughs> So did everybody find out at the party, like while it was happening, while she's saying endorsements, like did everybody find out at the party and it was just over? Everybody started laughing. And then like, she was like, so then everything that she said was like gossip from the show. So then you're just like, so everybody at the party just starts looking at her like, <laughs> okay. So did you talk to her before? And the lady who like is holding the teacup and she's like, no. <laughs> she can't even say the word. No, she's just like, I didn't know. Oh my gosh. It was a hot mess. It was Jersey Jersey in itself is a hot mess. I mean, you know, like I said, I did do BravoCon, so I was fortunate enough to run into Teresa Joe and Melissa at this past year's BravoCon. And again, from my experience, Kelly knows this too. Like I think it's legit real. Like whatever, I mean, I do think that there's some like obviously some production there. But I legit think that these siblings cannot stand each other. And it's it's sad to see in person and it's sad uh, to watch, you know, unfold on TV. Like I have issues with my family, but it's not playing out for millions and millions of people to see. I think there is a actual hurt there. I don't know where it comes from anymore. I don't know who's wrong anymore, who's right. It's just part of me just hates to see this because it's like, you know, there are they're nieces and nephews and, and children involved and they are literally tearing each other apart. Yeah. At some point you have to stop playing like right and wrong, but yeah, it's kind of crazy. Maybe. Uh. Yeah, I, I watched like a few clips trying to be in preparation 
um, for this. And I was just like, wow, they're still fighting. And I, I, I couldn't follow it. I was like, I don't remember why they were fighting in the first place. And I feel like I started watching it like at the very beginning for the like few first season, but I, I was like, wow, this is just next level. And I can't imagine like your money is tied into that. Like you supporting your family on this reality show and you have to keep living this hurt and this toxic over and over again for people to like consume. Like that yeah. would be a lot. But I was also like, who is Louie? That's all. <laughs> so that was my question because- It's Teresa's new like, husband. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Teresa got divorced and now she has a new husband. And this season was all about her wedding because she didn't invite her sister-in-law to be her bridesmaid at first. And people were like offended. But then I'm also like, they fight all the time. So I can kind of see that. But they were like, but we're Italian. She should have been invited. And then they got mad because they were like, she should have also invited Melissa's like family, like her mother and her sisters and stuff. And she was like, but I don't really hang out with them. So it was just like, okay, I don't know. But anyway, that caused a lot of drama. And then, I don't know, they were just doing a lot. I feel like I would not want to be like super rich and have a wedding because you either need to invite every single person you know, plus every single person they know, or you have to like elope and it's just you and your like husband and that's it. Or you and your partner and that's it. Like you could, you could only do like two things. You can't like invite four people because it's just over. I'm just for for a person that's been in a thousand and plus weddings, including somebody on this phone uh, (laughs) and on this uh, activity here. It's it's a lot being in someone's wedding, and I just say count your blessings. I mean, from the tuxedo rental to showing up to our rehearsal dinner to you know, I just don't. Yeah, I'm good on not being. I'm cool with not being in the wedding. I think and being invited is fine. But I don't actually really want to be in your wedding. I, for, and furthermore, this is not this is not an ageist comment, but half of your bridesmaids were at least at least fifty plus. So you know, it just just have your daughters and, and call it a day. Mm-hmm. Now, why does it matter if her bridesmaids are fifty plus? Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm just saying they were. Because here's the thing, I I don't I don't understand why they didn't do like Kelly said. This is your this is the second wedding for both of them. To do this big, elaborate, over-the-top, obviously sponsored by Bravo wedding, I think that also, too, is kind of like why people are kind of like, well, you did this huge production, you purposely not invited Melissa. Like, you, you, you know, come on. It's like fabricated for drama. Correct. Mm. It's not an actual wedding, yeah. I don't think so, though. I feel like your bridesmaids are like your inner circle. Like, you want to have fun at your bachelorette party. Like, you really don't want to invite somebody that you always have to film with that you really don't like. So to me, that probably was real. She probably just really doesn't like her. That's her sister-in-law, Georgia. But she, I mean, even though it's her sister-in-law, <laughs> she just really may not like her. Like They've literally, like, almost thrown blows at each other, haven't they? I mean, they get into some real fights. I think this episode that's coming on this week, I think they actually do get in a fight or something. There's there's like a house party and they like look at each other and they're like, look at you, you're trash. And it's like, look at you. And like, I was like, whoa. And there's a lady who like intros it and she's like, you can feel when people are about to fight. And I knew I needed to leave that room. And I was like, well, I'll be there on Tuesday. I'll be there on <laughs> this is the thing. I don't like when people fight. I like, it bothers me. But for some reason on reality TV, I'm like, let me see this. But like, not like a Jerry Springer-esque thing, but if I know the background, I'm in. Like, much like I will be in for Vanderpump Rules. Again, mm-hmm. I followed my reality TV thing. I'm just in for the reunion. I haven't seen any of the episodes, but I will be watching this reunion. Basically what happens, Georgia, because I know you know nothing about this show. They all work at the restaurant, cool, whatever. But this girl is best friends with this other girl. The girl, Ariana, is dating this boy, Tom, and they've been together for 10 years. Tom cheats on Ariana with her best friend. Now, she calls herself Raquel, but now that people have gotten mad at her, they're like, her name's Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) They say she calls herself Raquel, but her name is Rachel. So they've they've even changed the girl's name. Um, But it's crazy because in the clips, people are like, 
you know, Tom and, and Raquel are hanging out. And she's like, no, they're like brother and sister. They're like best friends. And like people in their inner circle are like, oh my God, they would never like, yeah, they hang out because they're so close. Like we're all so close. And then when they find out, now this is real because when they find out that they actually cheated, like the friends are like fighting, fight, trying to fight and all kinds of stuff. Cause they're just like, how dare you? Like we trusted you or whatever. It's just crazy. So I was like, well, let me see what's happening this week. This is the, this week will be the, well, on the 15th is when it starts and it's a three-part reunion. So I don't know anything about these people. I've never really watched this show, but I want to see this. I'm totally down for it. Uh, my favorite part is when James, the British one, goes, you're a bunch of poo-poo heads. Yeah, <laughs> poo-poo. Uh, I, I mean, I am a huge Vanderpumper. Um, it, the, the last couple of seasons have gotten pretty stale. So a couple of years ago, they came under a lot of fire. There was uh, a Black server, I can't think of her name, but a couple of the cast members called the police on her and you know, for just just to call the police on her to create a stink. And so they were asked to leave the show. And so there's been a big kind of drama behind that because they were some of the more prominent cast members like Jack, Stassi, like some original day one Vanderpumpers. And so the the show has kind of struggled the last couple of seasons to get back on its legs. And I don't know if this is just from Lisa Vanderpump's mind or the mind of Andy Cohen, but I'm all in. Uh, I'm in with Ariana. I'm team Ariana all day, baby. Team Ari. What, what? <laughs> but I do think, um, I don't know. I do feel bad for Tom. There's honestly, there's a, there, I do feel bad for him. This is a, a horrible situation uh, for him to be getting death threats. I don't necessarily agree with, but he is kind of like a worm with a mustache. So. People have been saying that he looks like Jim Carrey in The Cable Guy. <laughs> and when they showed the side, this is why the internet is a beautiful and horrible place. When they showed the side-by-side picture, I was like, oh my God, they do look just alike. That's why you can't be famous this day and age. They will create a meme in no time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, guess, and I guess this has to be the end of Vanderpump Rules because I heard the restaurant's closing down, right? No, I don't think it's one of the main restaurants. I think it's just like a side restaurant that they have. Yeah, there's no way they Sir, would end on Sir this. Is the, Sir is the restaurant for Pump Rules, so there's that one's still open. I think they closed down Villa Blanca, and then she closed down another one, but she's opening up three more. So. Oh, okay, so it can still continue on. Sounds it's, good. She's opening new ones in Vegas, so it looks like she's kind of basically, from what I understand, the rent in LA is just like astronomical right now, and just getting like crazy crazy like they wanted a million dollars per year for the restaurant so it just didn't make financial sense for them but Vegas is she's moving to Vegas and I think she's talking about opening up a restaurant in either Morocco or Paris somewhere as long as she don't come to Dallas I don't want anyone else to move to Dallas if you're listening to this podcast don't come to Dallas just y'all please stay out y'all driving yeah please yeah please just wherever you are at stay there okay or go somewhere you know what seems to be kill, killing it kentucky ohio you know michigan <laughs> <laughs> like those are places that actually need your support and you know what i mean don't See? come here we good mm-hmm. yeah but i mean what is crazy interesting about the vanderpump rules scenario is i never understand these situations do they ever think it's never going to get like someone is going like yeah exactly what were you thinking Exactly. I want to know, like, I want to be on the camera crew. Like, does the camera crew just get, like, they go to their hotel room at night and they're like, you will not believe. Like, they keep the secret. Like, I don't think they tell anybody, but I can't imagine the things that they see and record and they're like, what? Like, this is not going to air for six months and this is a bombshell. Like, that would just be. Could you hold that secret for six months, you think? I don't know they better pay pay them really well to keep all those secrets or that whatever contract they have them sign is like literally in blood with the devil handshake because how are they going to be able to trace it back to you well no they could trace it back to you because if you saw him leaving the room at two in the morning and you're the only one on, on the hotel you're filming it <laughs> um, and they're like well Tom who saw you well it was Kelly and me in the hallway and the hotel lobby person it's like so Kelly, what do you know about it? You're like, ah, you're like the you're like the fortune teller at the New Jersey Housewives. Ah, 
no. I also can't imagine being like the microphone person. Like my arms are like completely lifted and I can't move. I can't breathe. Like I can't make any noise. And then I, I find wonder if that person sprint. ever gets pissed off. Like if like if you're like doing a Kardashian thing and they're freaking talking about salad or something, are you like, let's wrap this up? Or just like or just like, you know what? This this ain't gonna even make it on the show. I'm gonna go ahead and put my hand down because I don't we don't need this. I'm not sacrificing for this. I don't know. That is I've never thought about that because I'm I'm like, if I could work on a reality, that's why I never wanted to work on a reality show. I would have all the business and the gossip all down the streets within 30 seconds of it happening. Like, don't ask me about Sheree and Martel. I'd be like, oh yeah, they they totally hooked up. Sir, you're not supposed to say that. Listen, I would have my own seat at the reunion because I'd be like, okay, now this is what happened. This is what really happened. Because I was there. <laughs> I was there. Yeah, I would I would get fired pretty quickly. I'd be like, TMZ, now listen, I, I saw the edit and that was not right because I was there. <laughs> so tell me about Sheree and Martel. What do you know, Wayne? Uh, I, oh, this is all so difficult for me because I, here's the thing with Sheree and Martel. Uh, I was actually there that weekend that they had their first uh, exposure as a couple. So for those that don't know, Georgia and I watch a show called Mar- Love and Marriage Huntsville. And so Martel um, what is a lead cast member. He was married to a beautiful young lady, Melody Holt. Um, now, this is where it gets a little tricky. He says that they were kind of like having issues. She says that there wasn't. Long story short, Martel has, uh, he's a frat brother of mine, so I want to keep him in respect. Martel has Stepped out of his unhappy marriage. Baby, he has a full baby. Okay, let's wrap it. The man has a full baby. Now you can say whatever you want to say, but the baby tells the story. Okay, full baby. Okay. So now he is dating uh, Sheree Whitfield of the Real Housewives of Atlanta, who just announced that she has a grandbaby. So his baby is probably what a couple of years older than her grandbaby. Maybe. Mm. I just. This is the thing. And let me just say, I'm probably never going to be invited to a Bravo con and that's fine. <laughs> but also if you want to have this uh, 10 level comedy, invite me. I'll be there. Mm-hmm. But what mm-hmm. I'm saying is if I was Sheree, this is just me, you know, and if you see her Wayne, let her know. Last year, <laughs> I watched Sheree wait outside a cafe for Tyrone, a man who was in jail and got out of jail and he was supposed to come and meet her at a cafe. She waited in the cold weather. He never came. He never even answered the phone for her. Mm. And she literally was dating this man while he was in jail. He gets out, doesn't even come visit her. Now she's with somebody who recently had a baby outside of his marriage. And the one clip of the, the Real Housewives of Atlanta that I watched, because um, again, I normally just do reunions of reality TV. She he basically like told Kenya like uh you know you answer any test you're desperate or whatever and they're like oh what are you talking about and he starts yelling at her friends and she's like well she basically like picks him over her friends and I'm like Sheree this is not gonna work well for you girl like this is uh this is not what you want this is not what you want like I want her to be with a very nice man because she first off her body is amazing you can't take nothing from her body. She's like, she's gorgeous. And her body is like fully stacked. Like people get surgery to look like her. But her she got <laughs> surgery to look like her. What are you talking about? That was money well spent. Are you serious? <laughs> Come on now. This charade that we, 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 we've grown to know and love is not the charade that we knew many moons ago. I, I see. You don't think so? Because I think she worked out a lot because she has those guns. Her arms, that's like pure muscle for real. No, I I I would venture to say that 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 the face is more than just makeup. I, I would I would say there's a little filler, there's a little restylane, there's a little uh, right there under the frown line and the crow's feet that are no longer there. But hey, I am not an expert. I'm gonna give it to you because I didn't even, I don't even I wouldn't even know what restylane was. You you went into detail, <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna give it to you. But yeah, you're using brand names has got to be true. Yeah, so I, I'm just saying, hey, a lot of people don't think fillers and stuff like that are plastic surgery, but I don't think outside of that, I do agree with you. I think 
but her butt is hers right absolutely that's what i'm saying like her body like her butt is like bam her butt her waist all of it her arms where it's just like dang okay like yeah her face i mean i don't know about but her body is like that's what people go have surgery for is to have a body like sheree and i'm just like you have all of the elements she has a beautiful home her kids are out of the home it's just like so i just want her to be with like a nice man and when i think of that i don't think of martel holtz uh my favorite youtuber calls him hotel holt (laughs) uh and i Shout out to Miss Misha. And I I don't know. But Georgia loves I've never actually watched Love and Mary Huntsville. But Georgia loves it. She that's her show. It is. It's my show because I like it because a lot of these reality shows are created to be trash. Like it's like we're gonna cast antagonists and then we're gonna have this, you know, it's just like typecasted. But I truly feel that this show was casted to display black excellence because they actually came together to grow North Huntsville and like, you know, build it up and all that kind of stuff. And so I really liked it. You know, they were all like owners of businesses and I just thought it was a very positive image. They were all, um, you know, college graduates, successful, all that kind of stuff. So I was like, you know, I like the premise of this show. So, um, so, so I like that. And then you start watching it and then it just, everything was just unraveling and then it was good too the other thing I really like about this show so many times on reality tv they just put random people together it's just like me and you go to lunch and I'm like hey I day meet your new best friend she's gonna start hanging out with us she's gonna come on all the trips with us and now she's in our group okay that's how it works and I'm like that's not really how it works like so what I like about this show is they all actually went to college together so they actually have a real history. It's not like you met her over lunch one day and now she's going on a trip with you. So yeah, so I really like that. But um, I just believe all of their drama. Like everything that happens, I don't think anything is scripted. And I don't know if that's me being naive, but like they're literally coming up with people. Like a whole baby is now on this earth. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, this is not scripted. Oh, no, I don't. I mean, I don't think it's scripted. It reminds me, one, the reason why I like Love and Marriage Huntsville is because it does remind me of my friendship groups. Like we are, you know, middle to high income African-Americans that went to college, HBCUs, PWIs. And we have, you know, some of us, you know, have different types of lives. Some of us, some of my friends do live with their parents, you know, so like, I love Miss Wanda because she's a hoot. And, <laughs> and, and she, she's a part of the cast. Uh, you know, the good thing is I've heard on multiple occasions, uh, Georgia, that Martell is nothing how he is in person and in real life. He is nothing like how he is on the show. So maybe that is what Sheree sees. Maybe that's what Melody sees or, you know, what we don't see. A lot of people say he's a little bit, he plays into kind of the villain role for the show. I actually see, I mean, me watching the show, I see why Sheree was with him. I see why Melody was with him. Because he's actually a nice guy. Like, I can, like, you know, he's a really nice guy. I mean, I hate that that happened to him. And then also, he's being very transparent about this love child, you know, causing his divorce. And he's really saying, I miss my family. I want my family back. The problem with that is he's with Sheree, who everyone knows from Atlanta Housewives. And I'm like, hmm, that sounds a little disrespectful because you're in a full relationship with her. She's toting you around as her trophy and then you're literally saying I want my family back so I don't I don't know how that's gonna play out there's no way he's saying he wants his family back are you serious yes he literally told Melody he said at 10 o'clock p.m I want us both to pray a prayer about what needs to happen with our relationship and then he's like did you pray at 10 p.m I I didn't I'm not Melody (laughs) (laughs) I would say uh that's a no because the one clip I watched, he was extremely disrespectful. To, I mean, I know it's a reunion and everything, but there's certain things you should not say to people. And he was extremely disrespectful to her. So, uh, and, and here's the thing. I watched that reunion. And in all fairness and all honesty, Martel was just frustrated. He gets a really, really bad rap. The things that people say, how people come at him. And I, in my perspective, it takes two to tango. So regardless of what we want to say about the situation, um, you know, I always feel like when it comes between Melody and Martell, everyone just piles on Martell. But I do think that 
there has to be some accountability there, whether we want, you know, whether we want to admit it or not, it does take two people to tango. And I think for Martel, he's just saying like, I was unhappy. Does that make what he did right? Absolutely not. But there were reasons behind his decision-making, however poor it may be. I love it. Well, I love that you ended us on a positive note. Guys, we've talked about current reality TV shows. We talked about reality shows from 20 years ago. <laughs> we talked about just everything. Uh, if you uh, want to give your insight, you can email us at tvtoldme at gmail.com. Again, follow us on Instagram. See the same picture that we've had up for months because yeah. we haven't updated it. Um, you know, this summer exactly yeah don't forget spotify is not trying to pay us our tens of cents unless we get our users up okay so please subscribe to us on spotify so that we can start making that chili's money once again you know what i mean we want to be back in in the deep pockets of making you know special exactly thank you so 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 much to wayne and georgia for being on tonight i mean amazing amazing i loved it Awesome. Well, we will catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye.